Sophia and Philip Siracusa, sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at perfecttrustproductions.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday night segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We are broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. We love them. We'll have to do a few things in order to participate. Go over to our YouTube page, uh, you, um, UFO Paranormal Radio or International Public Radio. You can also go into all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, um, Twitch, SoundCloud, Podbeam, and also go over to our group, Watch My Chronicles Radio. Get in there if you're not. And also we're on Roku, so don't forget to get in there and watch. And if you have any questions for our guests tonight, please ask. So tonight, guys, we have three very special guests. So please welcome to the show the amazing team from Ghost Sisters. Mandy is the founder and lead investigator for Ghost Sisters. She is a medium and has worked as a corrections officer for eight years and now has dedicated her time to the world of paranormal. Chastity is the older sister. I know what that's like. She has been on the team since they started in 2017. Bobby Jo is the youngest sister on the team, and she's a believer and a skeptic on the team. So together, they open something different, which is great. So please, let's welcome them. Welcome them to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, girls. Hi, everyone. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Um, so I guess what we like to first do is kind of like tell us a little bit about how you girls got started and how you created this team. Well, I started the team um, back in uh, October 2017. Um, I've always had an interest in the paranormal because I've been dealing with a lot throughout my life when it comes to spirits. So um, I was always intrigued with the shows when they started coming out on TV. Mm -hmm. And I was really intrigued with going to the uh, Mansfield prison to investigate it and uh, had an opportunity and got tickets and I didn't want to go alone. So I told my sister, I said, you're going to go with me. <laughs> so that's how it got started. We we went to the Mansfield prison and after that night we investigated, had a really good time. We captured a lot of really cool evidence. And I think it was like um, a week after that, I called up my sister and I said, I'm starting up a team and you're joining me. <laughs> oh wow. And they didn't have a choice, right? 
Well, Velocity's been with me since I started, but Bobby Joe's only been on the team for two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. So have you had any um, experiences as children? Yeah, we've all experienced stuff. Okay. I have too. A lot. Okay. So what, like what kind of, what kind of stuff? Well, um, I probably started noticing things when I was maybe nine or 10, um, not seeing things or hearing things, more feeling things and uh, feeling that kind of scared feeling. And as I got older and became a teenager, then I started hearing more and uh, feeling the things. Um, I had a brother who was uh, killed when he was 15 and he was actually the first one to make himself known to me. And that started for me. I started noticing hearing like footsteps walking around in um, his old bedroom because I ended up moving into his old bedroom and my father remodeled it. And we would hear footsteps up there walking around when nobody was up there. Oh, wow. And as I got older, um, he, it's hard to explain, but I'll just tell you this. In 1998, um, on the day of his birthday, um, he came through my TV, not like through my TV, but words, his, his name came across my TV saying, Sean, Sean, Sean. And yes, for 45 minutes on an old back TV, you know, those old big back TVs and for 45 minutes, it stayed on. And to come find out a couple minutes or a couple um, days after that happened, my house got caught on fire. So he he was trying to warn me, I believe. Yeah, I just got the chills. That's what it seems like he's trying to warn me. That's crazy. He was doing other things prior to before that even happened to let me know something was going on, but I didn't know. I I didn't understand what was going on until, you know, until it happened. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Right. And it just, I mean, think about that. How much spirit energy does it take for a name on a television and the footsteps and the warning signs up to date? Have you or any of your sisters? had um, him come through a dream state where he looks really good or hear voices that might be from him? I have. It's It's been a while, um, but I used to have a reoccurring dream um, for about three years in a row. <laughs> it was always the same dream uh, with him in it, and he was wearing a like a red and black or red and blue flannel, and it was at my parents house where I grew up there's these two steps that go from the kitchen to one of the living rooms and in those steps was like he would just come out of those steps and then just walk around the house and be a part of life like nothing was different like it was like real so when he was done just hanging out with us he would go right back down in that it was like a portal and wow. I had that. I would have that reoccurring dream every year for a few years. Wow! I don't know if it's his way of just saying he was, you know, okay and everything was fine. Oh, that's so amazing! How it's so amazing how that works. I was trying to um, share the show in your group, but I'm I'm not able to do it. So I did try though. <laughs> so 
did any of, let me see, give us the location that you guys have investigated that really, really like left a mark on you. Did anything like really scare you to the point where you didn't want to go back? Uh, well, <laughs> I've had a lot of scary things happen, but never did I not want to go back. It actually I think, I think we always want to go back. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Um, um, the U.S. Shrine in Bristol, Tennessee. Um, yeah, it, it's a place that has a little bit of everything. It has um, witches, it has elements, it has um, dark things, things that never existed. And it has um, the spirits of yesterday and today. Um I actually had something manifest on me there and it really freaked me out. Um, it was like, um, kind of, it was hard to, I, I just remember seeing it like right above me, like right here floating and it was kind of translucent. You can kind of see through it, but it was like, um, like kind of like brownish looking and it freaked me out so bad. I started spinning around trying to knock it off. I don't know why <laughs> I just started spinning around trying to knock it off and after I did a complete circle, I had seen it fly underneath this table. Now, I'm glad I had somebody who was outside of this room watching this go down and they seen what was going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that? And the man that was watching, he said, Mandy, you had something man manifesting on your shoulder. Wow. Couldn't believe it. It just never, never had that before. Have you had anything follow you girls home? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I just had one follow me home the when we went to the Ross house uh, a couple weekends ago. Um, my son seems to think that one followed me as well. And so I'm still trying to debunk things, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what do you do? Like how, if, if, say if you had something like, it's not so nice. Look, how do you get rid of it? Like, what do you do to protect yourself? And because they could be really nasty. I, I haven't encountered that yet. I, I have, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I just sage. I will sage my house. And um, actually, the same place I was just talking about, the Eurus Shrine in Tennessee, I actually had something follow me from there. And it terrified me for a whole week, this thing did. And what happened, I ended up I ended up hitting a deer. Now, I know that can happen at any time, you know, living where we live in the, in the north here, you know, with deers running around in the wintertime. But the thing was, it wasn't just the fact that I got into that um, little accident with the deer. The whole week I had bad luck. It, mm -hmm. it, I kept hearing this thing growling at me. It was knocking. And it wouldn't leave me alone. It was terrorizing me when I was trying to sleep. Oh so God. I got really upset. I saged my house like two, three times a week. I ended up going and getting um, some lemons and I sliced them into four and I placed them in like certain rooms of the house where I felt the negativity the most. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like absorbed all that negativity into that lemon. It was bad. Oh. Uh, within three days, that thing was dark, really dark. I heard that before about the lemon. Um, it's so, do you feel like that works really well? Yes. And that's the only time since I have started doing investigations, I've ever had to do anything like that was okay. just that one time. And we ended up doing a podcast, um, actually a radio talk podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the 
people that was uh, doing the live with us were freaking out because they kept hearing growling on this live. And the people that were calling in to talk to us, they were hearing these growling. Everybody was freaking out. We had just got back from that location. And like a couple of days later, we had that um, podcast with them. So wow. It was bad. <laughs> you know, we've, we've heard a lot of that on our shows too, right, Phil? The growling. The growling, yeah. Yeah. Well, now that she mentioned, Julie, now that she mentioned lemons tomorrow, I'm going to the store buying a couple thousand, putting in around the whole property, the house. I'm going to bathe in lemons. I'm going to eat lemons. I'm going to have lemon juice. Hundreds of lemons everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? What's going on? I'm going to be a big lemon. (laughs) That's why I like lemonade so much. Hey, which sister who's the skeptic that is sort of like on the fence? Raise your hand. Bobby skeptic. Joe. Can you raise your yeah, hand? She did. Yeah, I'm looking for you to raise your hand so I can see which one. Okay, great. I like skeptics. I like people that are on the fence. Tell me what you don't believe. Um well, the visuals. I suppose. Um, I mean, I've had visuals, but I think that that was more of um, sleep paralysis is what I think that was. Um, Or the feeling of something manifesting on you, like Mandy was saying. Pretty skeptical about that. I've never had anything like that happen to me, but I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own, I don't know, I guess the way things feel to them. I have gone into rooms and felt strange. But I still don't, I, I just can't say that it's uh, paranormal. It's just yeah. maybe some way the room feels. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. might feel off balance, but maybe the foundation is just a little slanted. Okay. okay. The reason I ask you that question, user paranormal investigators, um, have you ever caught an EVP of a full word or sentence that was clear? You didn't have to make it up. Well, not that was real clear. Mandy did catch uh, something when we were at a funeral home. Um, where was we at, Mandy? Was it the one in the basement? We were in, uh, at, um, in Cincinnati. Um, I can't remember what the funeral home was called. But it used to, it was a house and it was several different funeral homes and... Yes. Um, we left the, she had made me do a solo down there. Uh, there <laughs> which, you go. Hey, had my bandana over my eyes. And and, that, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was all dark down there. Um, that was before we heard what was on the EVP. I'm going to say that. Uh, so we left the EVP recorder down there and we went upstairs and started doing more investigations. And then when it was time to leave, went down to Mandy, went down to get the EVP recorder and something, (laughs) something happened to her when they were going downstairs and they just come flying upstairs. But when we listened to the EVP recorder, there was something strange on there. I don't remember what it said, but you couldn't hear it like plain as day. But once you tuned in and you heard it, you, you couldn't not hear it. Okay. Yeah, Um, the place was Broadwell Funeral Home. I just remembered it. Broadwell Funeral Home in Cincinnati, Ohio. It was under a lot of construction. 
Yeah, you know what's interesting? And I like, you know, like I'm from New York. I, I try to debunk everything, but I know paranormal and ghosts do exist, right? And then I try to get the clarity of an investigator. Have you ever caught a clear EVP that you don't have to try to figure out what it's saying? You just know what it's saying, and you just hit it on the head. You said, well, if I played it, I knew I kind of know what it's going, what's going on there. So there's things that you cannot debunk. And, and in theory, it's as if you're picking up that other dimension through an investigation, through intent. Now, sometimes whether you believe or you don't believe, I've heard EVPs that are full sentences and they're clear and they're not from a spirit box. It's recorded on a digital recorder. So you, you have to say to yourself, well, can you debunk that? You really can't because it's answering the question that you're asking. Well, when uh, to go to tell you what had happened, we, me and this other girl that used to be on our team, we were going downstairs and I was the first one going down these stairs and she was behind me and we got halfway down. I heard the disembodied voice talking and then I heard this thumping like something was charging at us. And I mean, it was, it was so bad that I about ran that girl over to get up the stairs <laughs> yeah. Chastity and I was putting up the cameras. Yeah. So we get up the stairs. This girl goes left. I go right towards my sisters. Now, what we found out the next day and the girl who was with me when this happened downstairs, she had no marks on her face. She wakes up in the morning, sends me a picture of the, these uh, like a mark on her face, like something had slapped her. Because wow. when she came back from around the corner, I didn't notice her eyes were teared teared up but she didn't have no marks on her and i was just like why did you run that way <laughs> you know well we think something followed her and it, it must have like slapped her and it just appeared the next day or something now when i reviewed the recorder you heard the whole thing the way i just said it went down you hear the charging you yeah. hear two different disembodied voices two men talking to us now there there's um three categories when you are listening to um, a recorder for um, disembodied voices, you have classic A, classic B, classic C. The first disembodied voice, classic A. He said, hey, ladies, so yeah. clear you couldn't deny it. The next I one about that. is a classic B. You could hear this man and it sounds like he's saying, get out of my house. <laughs> but you couldn't like hear him like clear as you could a classic A, but I could hear him. And I believe he was the one that was charging at us, trying to scare us is what I believe. They say that um, whatever is there at this location does not like women. That night we had four women investigating this location and we yeah. got a lot of activity. Do you think uh, do you think he was like that, and you know, while he was living? Because lots of times, you know, they don't really change when they pass yes, over. Yes, I believe that. When you pass away, how you are in this life is how you are yeah. in spirit. Yeah, I believe that. I do. Well, they say that the 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 um, the man who would um, prep the bodies, um, you know, um, the coroner. Yes, they said he was doing some really bad things to these. Mm -hmm. This story yeah. sounds familiar. I mean, they, they said there was some bad stuff going on that this guy was known for. And there's another word. I can't remember what they called it, what he was doing. 
Yeah. Good. So he's a bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. definitely bad energy there. Definitely. I want to, that's, that's crazy. Um, I want to give a few people some shout outs in chat. Lori Ann is in there. Our friend Lori, Pam Harris. So don't mind me. Cause I'm, I can't see. I'm blind. Pam Harris. Let's see who else. Adam. Hi, Adam. So there's quite a few people. Timothy. Hi, Timothy. So I just want to say hello to everybody in chat. Thanks for listening. So let me ask you a question about Sage, okay? Because you said before you Sage you do, and you believe in it. Oh, yeah. It burns them. They okay. don't like it. They have come through my spirit box and told me. When I told yeah. them I was going to Sage, they yes. would tell me it burns. That, I, I definitely agree with that. The problem that we have here at the Horsefly House, now I don't know if it's just the house or other like locations, but it things get worse. So yes. I love Sage. I love it. But I, we cannot no longer Sage our house because, you know, we live here. Every single time, bad things happen. So what do you say about that? Well, when you Sage, you know, it's not guaranteed to get rid of anything. If it right. doesn't even go, it won't go. It, it can upset them because, like I said, um, I believe it burns spirit. But it's supposed to just lower the energy in your home. But right. it can also upset spirits because they don't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I, I love it. So it's. I say, I tell I, them, if you don't like it, you better leave because <laughs> I'm saging. <laughs> I wish these listened to us like that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't leave, but it does calm down. Yeah. Love the smell of sage. Isn't it fascinating? Yeah. Right? Sage. So, Mandy, as the older sister, do you feel like you're the mama bear? Like, do you feel like this need to protect your sisters? Cassidy's the oldest sister. Cassidy's the oldest. That's yes. right. Well, okay, Cassidy, sorry. Do you feel the need to protect, like, that, that older mama bear? Does that come out? Well, now, in real life, yeah, but not on spirits. Mandy's got it under control. She needs to protect me. <laughs> I going with her. For some reason, my I was going with her for a reason. Okay, so it's Mandy. You're the one who is really the protector. Because it usually is always one on a team. Oh, yeah. I um, They get mad at me because I would. Um, I, ha I used to have sage. And it, I had it in a bottle. You would spray. It was the liquid kind. Mm -hmm. And we would go to leave these locations, and I and you could just tell um, everybody just was affected. Their moods were changing, and I just said, "I gotta sage you guys," you know. <laughs> they would get mad because they didn't like the smell of it, but yeah. I, I was squirting it in the car. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. I'm spraying it. You guys need it. Now, sometimes that energy when we go out and investigate can really affect us. It may, especially Mandy. <laughs> I have to walk away from chastity sometimes because the energy yeah, we ready to choke each other. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just in the middle. I'm just the peacemaker. <laughs> there's always, there's always got to be a peacemaker, though. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you guys look like you have a lot of fun and. You know, you have to, because it could be really scary out there. You have to keep it fun, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we have no uh, issues there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so funny. We were right doing a uh, RV, uh, if I can say it right, where we 
We listen to SV, our, ah, can't say Estes it. Method, Chastity. Estes method. No, no. It, I can't get it out. I'm sorry. I'm going to have Were they, were you listen? RV, SV, ah. Uh -oh. Never mind. I can't mind. get it out. <laughs> Never mind. Will you listen? SV, It'll come to you. I think I know what you're talking about. I have no clue. What you're Maybe you know about. where we just be quiet and listen. Yeah. Yeah. It, is there a recorder, name? On the recorder, um, we record. No, I do know what that is. An EVP burst? Yes, I was trying to get it out. I knew it was VP. Yeah. Okay. What's that there's LV, there's SVP. E, it, it just confused me right now. And I was trying to get it out. I get out. That's why it was EVP. So we were sitting there trying to be all quiet to do that. And all of a sudden, my stomach goes. <laughs> oh and then I was like, what in the world is that? And I was like, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> It was funny. It was pretty loud. I was like, I didn't mean to. Just I think Lori Ann had eliminate. So Lori Ann actually, what was she saying? I'm like this because I can't say. Um, if you try to eliminate not not so nice spirits, will you automatically eliminate spirits that you would welcome? Ooh, that's a good question. Huh. I, I think you can, yes. I mean, because once you light up the sage, you know, you are risking, you know, um, affecting the other spirits that are around. You know, yeah. I always open up a window and, you know, tell them, go outside. <laughs> so, I, I mean, well, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good well, question. Wait, I, never, wait, I never really thought wait. of it like that. In retrospect, let's clear the air. In retrospect, so then what we're saying is, which is not my belief, but then what we're saying is that when a person crosses over, they're in the same dimension as a lower vibration entity slash demon slash a wicked person. Or is it possible, which is my belief, that there are multiple dimensions according to the intent of the person of what you are calling on? For example, if you're a Satanist or a devil worshiper and you're calling the lower vibrations to come forward and summon them up versus you want to speak to someone, a loved one who crossed over in a nice way, the sage would be enlightening, where the sage would be an intimidation process to both parties on a lower vibration. So I believe, from my experience, that there's multiple dimensions of things that get called. Um, the loved one in a dream, for example, right? Having a brother or a sister or anybody in a dream that crossed over, um, is coming from an upper vibration. However, when we have nightmares that tend to follow us home from locations that were labeled as evil, demonic, whatever you want to call it, um, those can affect you in a different way. So that's just my belief from investigating that there is multiple dimensions. We're on one. They're on different. There's many, many dimensions um, that we encounter. So if we thought about it, saying that a spirit that crossed over that I loved is with the demon in the same realm as we're in the physical world with our enemies, I have a hard time digesting or believing that. Um, I believe that sometimes during the investigation, we're actually going into their dimension. We don't even realize it. And that's what's called parlor tricks. A parlor trick is, there have been encounters of people say the walls bleed, 
but they don't bleed to another person. I can see the statue smiling, but the statue is not smiling to another person. That person with intent and belief is crossing over into another realm. I, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yes, I, I actually, I do. I agree with you. Yeah. I believe that, um, you know, the lower vibrational energies that are here will be the ones that are mainly affected by any type of sage or anything you're trying to do to remove them. Yes. And if they're coming from the other side and they're here when we're doing that, I don't believe that it's going to affect them. No. But I, I, do believe, I believe in there that there is lots of um, different dimensions out there. I do. Portals. Yes. yes. Mirrors, oh, like, I believe, are portals. Yeah. Like the movie The Others. Well, I mean, well let's look at it like this way. Your brother crossed over, right? We all have loved ones that crossed over. And I don't know what your, you know, your religion or your belief is, but let's just say hypothetically you say he's in heaven, right? That's why would I believe, you know? Um, but yet they can't communicate with us, right? Through dream state, through um, music on the radio. Sometimes you hear that song, but not only do you hear the song that reminds you of them, you can feel them through the song at yeah. a certain time. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why would that play at this time? When they were on my mind, I could actually feel them. So according to what we've learned and, you know, being an investigator for a while, um, we exist on multiple dimensions and we don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My husband and I talk about that every now and then. We believe that. It's just so everything no matter what you believe i think you just end up with so many more questions there's just so many questions you do you're right and i'm an intuitive medium and i can tell you that i have experienced so much different stuff since i started this whole journey i've been on and i do get a lot of visitation in my dreams from spirit um sometimes it's mainly the loved ones that passed away or friends or I will see people in my dreams talking to me that I don't even know who they are. You know? Yeah. Phil, she yeah, just said it. That's <laughs> funny that you said that because Phil says that all the time. He has yes. dreams and he does not know who they are. But obviously, there's got to be somebody, maybe from another life. In the dream. Yeah. In the dream, I, I know who they are. But if, and, I and when I wake know. up, I don't know who they are. Oh. Now, the interesting okay. thing is, I am not even completely asleep yet. I'm kind of right in that um, beginning stage where I'm kind of fading out, you know, going, getting ready to like go into a full sleep. I forget. There's a, there's a name they call that, um, that sleep stage. Cause there's different yeah. stages. So right in the beginning, when I am just about to drift off, I will hear them. It's, a, it's almost like they're calling me from another dimension or something, but I hear them. They always say, Mandy, Mandy. And sometimes they'll say they're my family members. I had a family member that passed and he was talking to me and I didn't know who he was. He goes, he said, it's your cousin. And he said his name. I said, and that was it. That's all I got from him. Wow. So I, it's so all the time names from them. They're calling out my name all the time. That's awesome. It's amazing how that works. I just wish they'd give me more. <laughs> It's always just lottery tickets. 
yeah, it's always, <laughs> it's always like Mandy, Mandy. It's like, well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so let's see what questions that we have in here. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's any questions. Um, Anthony. Anthony says hi, girls. Hello. Hi. Paranormal sisters. Well, let's talk well, about Ghost Brothers, how they got oh, and, yes. and the show with Ghost Brothers, you're on the episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. How yeah. was that experience? That was awesome. I, I will say that this all started when me and Chastity first went to the Mansfield prison when I was telling you in the beginning. And I was not, um, I was not a paranormal investigator when Chastity and I did that. We were just going, you know, to check it out. Mm -hmm. um, I worked in law enforcement, so I was in law enforcement at the time. And I knew there was a reason that we captured what we did because I knew one day I was going to, something was going to happen with that. I don't know. I just had this overwhelming feeling. So, and it did, um, Last year in February, I was contacted uh, by a friend of mine who's one of the producers for the show, and she knew that I worked in law enforcement for eight years, and she knew I had some pretty good stuff, and uh, she asked me to send it over. Then next thing I know, they're, uh, they're interested in me coming on, but they were looking for um, officers who were not um, officers at the time when they captured any evidence. And I was like, well, at the time I wasn't in law, I, I was in law enforcement, but I wasn't a paranormal investigator. Right. So they, they didn't want you to be a paranormal investigator, basically. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's how it all got started. And on there, there's like a three minute clip, maybe two minute clip. You actually see Chastity walking by just, just like she gets on there for two seconds, two seconds of fame. I always tell her she gets to go right by the camera, but it, that's how it started. Um, they, uh, my friend knew that I was in law enforcement and was a paranormal investigator and she contacted me. And that was at, that was at the Manfield reformer, yes. right? Reformatory state yes. prison. Yes. Now, have you ever used, now being a paranormal investigator, do you ever used your knowledge from being a correction officer? Yes. With that, because it kind of like, a, if you think about it, it does go hand in hand. Yes, I love going to prisons and uh, jails or courthouses or, you know, anything like that, because I, I I communicate with them. I, I can get on that level with them. You know, um, what is I don't know what it's like to be stuck in there. I mean, I do working, but um, but I can, you know, just talk to them. I get a lot of stuff when we go to prisons and jails. Yeah, I always tell that I was an officer. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. They probably know. <laughs> I like to wear my vest. I got a, a vest that I wear. <laughs> it might look a little intimidating to them. And, you know, sometimes that could be the opposite, too, by mentioning that I worked in law enforcement. Because they might not like it, especially yeah. in the prisons. Yep. Well, for Have ghosts, it's any... just tell me you're arrested. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, have you had any like weird, like really bad experiences in the prisons? Do you think because you are a correction officer? Um, they could get a little, um, little mean coming through our devices, you know, like yelling at us or you know, sometimes cussing at you, um, just 
other than that, no, they've never, no one's pushed me at a prison or a jail. No one's scratched me or anything like that. But you do feel the overwhelming, like they're all up on you. You, mm. you know, it's like they're just like they would if a female guard is walking, yeah. in a, you know, a male unit, you're, you're going to have them all up on you. And okay. that, yeah, that's what it was like for me um, working and then going investigating these prisons and jails. It's still like that. Yeah. Well, that's probably not scary. Okay. I don't feel like, do you have any more questions? Phil, I know you've got a lot of questions. Oh, of course. Uh, I'm the question man. But before but I, I even get into that, questions, so tomorrow I'm buying a water gun. In fact, I'm buying a lot of water guns. They're going to be filled with um, lemons, liquid sage, <laughs> holy water. I'm spraying myself, my neighbors, everybody. Everyone's getting sprayed tomorrow. Everybody. Super soldiers. I'm buying everything. You'll walk up to everyone in a bad mood. You get sprayed. You know what's even funnier that I'm even saying that? Is I'm in a room in my home in the basement that's called The Portal by like the first teams alone, locked in here to do the show. So I should just watch what I'm saying, right? Every once in a while you see me like this. There's a reason. I don't have a twitch. It means I'm just looking around making sure I'm safe. Otherwise, I got to call the ghost sisters. <laughs> so, so can you give me <laughs> one sister at a time? Can you give us your why? Um, why are you into the paranormal? Whoever goes first. I'm in it because Mandy asked me to. <laughs> That's probably going to be the best answer. Pretty much. She, it's her dream and it, it's kind of neat. It's her dream and I just help her follow her dream. I know how important it is to, for her and it's kind of neat. That's like my, us three, our thing that we do together as sisters, you know, we don't other, that's the only thing that we can go out and do together. I mean, instead of going out and partying, you know, this is like yeah. our time to hang out and do something that we all enjoy. So it's, that's the main reason. <laughs> awesome. Next. I mean, it's interesting. I'm just waiting on that wow moment that hasn't came yet, but we'll see. <laughs> it will, when, you, when you least expect it. I'm in it because I've had a lot of experiences since I was young that I still don't understand or, and can't explain. And it's like, I'm just looking for more. It's like I'm drawn to it now. And, and now I understand all these experiences that I had throughout my life. Um, what's going on? Um, it, it makes me want to keep finding more answers and just keep going at it. And it's my passion. I love talking to spirits. I, I love and if I can help them, I will. They always say, help, help, help me. And, you know, you can I can only do so much for, you know, a yeah. spirit. But I think talking to them is enough. And that right there is is awesome to me just to know that I was able to get their story out there. Yeah, I like that. I like that. For me, um, had experiences when I was little. Uh, you're just always told it's just dark at your eyes playing tricks on you or you didn't really see anything. And then as you get older, and you start realizing, of course, your sister has all these crazy things going on. 
<laughs> Got toys are being activated in the rooms and nobody's there. They're just coming on. Uh, for me, I just, it's interesting enough for me to keep going. Even though I'm skeptic, there's still a part of me that wants to believe. So I just want more. Mm-hmm. And if I, like I can that. be, yeah, if I can, if I can do anything to help, then I will. And plus help myself. I mean, we did have issues at um, Mandy's house where my daughter actually got scratched. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw those pictures today, Mandy. <laughs> it made me think of it. And she was scratched on her side in the, look like the letter F. Mm-hmm. Like her scratch looked like the letter F. So that that was creepy. So it's things like that. Um, she's had her dresser drawers fly out and um, just fall on the floor. Wow. No, nobody was in there, anything like that. So it's enough experiences to just keep you wanting to find out what is it? You know, where's that coming from? Yeah, it takes a lot of energy to do something like that. Um, a lot. That was happening before I got into paranormal mm-hmm. investigations. Oh, yeah. It's, yes. it's been an ongoing, long time thing. And I've always, when I was younger, I just found out about something called sleep paralysis. And so for me, I thought that's what it was. I'm still not sure that that's not what it is. <laughs> But are you familiar with sleep paralysis? Sleep excuse me. Sleep paralysis is a real thing. Now, I'll tell the listener out there, you know, there are medical people say, well, it's a part of the brain and yada, yada, yada. Well, let me tell you a fact. We had an apartment in New Jersey back years ago, my wife and I, and um, I was dozing off on the bed like times the afternoon and all that. And then I started going back to sleep and I'm waking up again. And then I'm being pulled into, I can't move my body. I can see, I can hear, but I can't move my body. I feel like like those frozen pins and needles has just taken over me. But the bedroom door shuts by itself. And then I get pulled into a night tremor immediately. And I'm running from whatever this thing is. And I can't describe it. It's so ugly. I'm running from it in the dream and I can't get away from it. It's always catching up to me. Sleep paralysis is real. Um, Can we explain it? No, but because the bedroom door shut by itself, Mm. it pulls you into the state. Now, some folklore believes that it's a demon on top of you or an entity, something that's unnatural, that's on top of you, holding you down. I haven't had it in years, but it is a real thing. It is. And somehow they're able to try to attack us. I used to have it quite often, like all the time. Um, I would scream and yell and then I would, you know, say something to my ex about it. And he's like, I didn't hear anything. And I'd be just frantic and like, I'm not going back upstairs sleeping in that bed again. And um, I used to have it so much. And now I just have it maybe three times a year. It's not so bad. The worst one I ever had, I had hands clawing at me from both sides like they I was on a sleeping on the bed and they were on each side of the bed just doing this at my body and I could feel them just pulling me apart and like they were just trying to pull me down under that that was the worst that was so horrid I was so terrified 
that morning, my sister told me she heard me screaming. This would be another sister, but she was terrified. She wouldn't go in there and see what was going on. <laughs> wow. So that was probably the worst one I had. The very worst. Having a, a lot of those, I mean, does it make you believe more? Like, have, where did you, where does your mind go with that? <sighs> that it's a, a terror, a night terror. <laughs> So you think it's like more like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bad dream. Like you're, you're um, in the middle of your waking and sleeping. They, I always, I don't know. I feel like it's, you're about to wake up, like your brain's awake, but your body's not one of those things. Cause that's what it feels like. It's like, you're fully aware of what's going on, but you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. You can't move. You can't scream. You think you're screaming. And when you do scream, it's like you're screaming in, slow motion. It's it's like if you just put a video on slow-mo when somebody screams, that's how I hear myself. Mm. Like no one's ever going to hear me. <laughs> it's creepy. It's very I, creepy. I've had them too. And it is. And she's right. Uh, you try to talk and you just can't talk. And, and it's like, yeah. why isn't anybody helping me? One time I actually grabbed the Bible and I, 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 I was like, I grabbed the Bible. Once I woke up from that, I grabbed the Bible. And that's the only way I could go back to sleep. It literally felt like something was on me and I could not move. Mm -hmm. And I was going like this with my head, you know, like, I don't know if I was trying to get it off me or, or what it was, but it, it frightened me. And it happened to me a lot. This yeah. was more uh, before I became a paranormal investigator. Now I've had dreams where I'm trying to wake up and I can't, I'm, I'm trying to yell, but the words are coming out of my mouth. That, that's sleep paralysis. But that had to happen to me before where I felt like I was asleep and I couldn't wake up. Like, and I was freaking out. I've had that happen to me before. Yeah. But, but those are the kinds of things that just kind of keeps you wondering. Um, and, and I hear things, you know, I heard something just a week ago. Um, after we investigated the Ross house, uh, came home, it was like the next day or the following morning. No, it was the two mornings after that. Somebody in my house said, and it was very, it was very clear. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Like that. I went like that. And I was like, there's no way I could have heard my son say something like that. So I go back there and I ask him. He had just got out of the shower. He was in his room and I asked him if he said that. And he was like, no. So I'm like, okay. And I go look around the house. Nobody else is here. <laughs> Nobody. And I heard it plain as day, but I'm just like, well, okay. Um, there was another time I heard something uh, say hello. And I swear it was Alexa, but nobody was talking to her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was the only one here and somebody was like, hello. And I was like, hello. Funny you said that. I believe that these things can mimic Alexa. I wondered <laughs> if something was I, just randomly I, say things. Yes. Yeah. Answer questions and nobody asked. <laughs> like nobody said anything to you. Yeah. We get a lot of mimicking here. We've, we've thought we've heard um, our children talking and no one was here. We have four boys and it's, it's scary. It's and, scary. You, and you get well, your dolls barking and looking at something. Oh yeah. 
So those are the things that keep I'm me. I'm starting to have a problem with hotel. Wait, what? I said I'm starting to have a problem with Alexa. I say yeah. Alexa, play the '80s, and Alexa says playing Halloween music now. I didn't ask for <laughs> Halloween music. I play the '80s. So <laughs> it sounds funny and stupid and silly, but it's true. I got to fight with Alexa. Um, you know, I didn't ask for Halloween music. It's not October. So. You know, maybe the, maybe the spirits can do things like that. Look, we all know as investigators, ghosts can play with your your cell phones, right? Um, mm -hmm. Make them turn off and get really hot and not catch a live feed and computers and static through the radios and the television, like your brother, the, the name. Now they're going after Alexa. And I don't <laughs> like that. And dogs. I like my 80s you know, music. They break, probably got to buy a new one, and that's going to stink. <laughs> what, you know, um, that piece of evidence that I had uh, captured um, that was featured on the Ghost Brothers, I want to mm -hmm. say that Chastity and I was down in solitary at the time that was captured, and the lights were on. That, to me, is awesome, because a lot of times, wow. you know, some investigators are in the dark, but Chastity and I, yeah. with the uh, it, the lights were still on. They hadn't shut off the lights yet. And we were just down there, you know, talking. And I was announcing I'm a corrections officer. And I kept hearing this man. He kept saying, hello, hello. And next thing you know, um, I didn't see him at the time, but he was down there after we, we went back and reviewed everything. But he was down there. But there was another thing that they did not bring up on the show. There was a shadow figure in the middle of the aisle, not oh, just wow. the, the shadow thing down there walking, but in the middle of the aisle, you could see the outlining of um, somebody standing there. Couldn't wow. you chat? And if you go back and look at the video, you can actually see it on there, but they, they zoomed in on the, what they we believe was the guard walking down okay. the hallway. And he yep. did walk with the guard. That's amazing. Let me, so there's something, let me see. Uh... I don't, God, I can't see. <clears throat> Kim, I, I don't, I don't trust these things. Even my iPhone. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's true. They, they definitely will play with all of the electronics. We have that problem all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a common thing. Electronics. They know how to go after that. Um, hey, can each one of you guys, we're getting closer to the tail end of the show. We have like three minutes left. Can each sister just say, what do you want to teach people moving forward about paranormal investigating? Um, for people just beginning or someone yes. watching? People beginning? Both. Both. Um, uh, be careful when you are watching lives. Um, because um, I've had a lot of the people watching us say that they've had activity going on when they're watching this live. Um, spirits can come through. Um, I believe they can. They can hear what's going on, and then that kicks up the activity around you if you have spirits, anything going on in your house. Also, I would be careful uh, just starting out. I wouldn't go. Um, I would take somebody with you. I wouldn't go alone mm -hmm. because you don't know what you're walking into. 
So yeah. I would probably also go on, maybe take a tour of a place or go to a event and um, investigate with some people that have been doing it a long time and learn a little bit more. And then you want to try it out. There you go. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go alone and I would not disrespect spirits either. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. One main percent. And um, next sister really quick. Um, just make sure you protect yourself, Sage, and you pray and make sure you don't, you tell them they can't go home with you when you, when you go somewhere. We always tell them you, we're leaving. You can't go with us. You stay right here where you're at. You ain't coming home with me. <laughs> so I, and you always should at least pray and, you know, make sure you protect yourself before you go. Cause you don't want nothing following you home. Yeah. But most definitely. I would say, yeah. Have some <clears throat> to have some patience and and to just and and this is me taking my own advice uh, <laughs> to believe um, that there there is paranormal. Um, just be open minded. You know, there's just be open minded and just try to understand and communicate. Oh, always try like to debunk. Try to debunk. Always try to debunk. Uh, I, well, that goes hand in hand with me. I'm just always debunking. <laughs> right, well, I like it. Hey, Ghost Sisters, yeah. so nice to meet all of you. Um, really quick, where can people find you? We are on all social media. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We do most of our lives on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok. And thank awesome. you, everybody in chat, for joining us. Thank you very much. Stephen Dill. Stephen. Sean. I can't say. Sorry, my eyes are so bad. I need new glasses. But anyway, thank you, girls. You, you Three of you are amazing. Um, Thank you so much for coming on tonight. And thank you for thank having you. us. Sharing everything, all of your knowledge with our listeners. Um, So special thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show. We love them. They've been sponsoring us from day one. Um, so please join us next Monday night at the same time on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. Um, stay tuned for Trish Mo with The Missing Piece. And don't forget to check us out on Roku. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies. Thanks we definitely want to have you back. This has been a fun show. We have more to tell. <laughs> we know. I like it. <laughs> all right. Thank have you. a have great, a great night. night. Thank you to all of our listeners. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Uh-oh.